Hi, I'm here with Larry Walsh, and why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, and why you're at uh, the ConnectWise conference. Uh, well, thanks, Carl. I'm Larry Walsh. I'm the CEO of the 2112 Group, and the uh, I don't even know what my title is anymore for Channelnomics, our blog. Uh, but you know, we're a uh, we're an analyst firm that supports vendors in the solution provider community, and Channelnomics is the thought leadership and the best practices that we give back to the solution providers. And why am I here? Uh, well, I'm here because it's Florida and it's not New York right now. So that's a but it's also it's a great event. It's a great place to catch up with a lot of uh, a lot of interesting people, people doing some very innovative things and having a lot of success and, and hearing about uh, what people are doing to advance the state of their businesses. And this is, uh, IT Nation is just fantastic for that. Very cool. And so are you here to connect with vendors or are you here to connect with the, the IT pros who are partners for ConnectWise? Uh, all of them. Uh, I think that we... It's a bit arbitrary to, to, to talk about segmenting the, segmenting the community between vendors and solution providers and don't let's not forget distributors and the other actors in the, in the value chain. We're all one interconnected community. What one constituency does affects the other. Uh, so when I come to events like this, I'm here to hear, here to learn from all sides because what 2112 does is we provide optimization services to that betters the entire relationship through the value chain. So it's not one constituency that we focus on, we focus on it all. And when you talk about the value, the, the, the entire channel, is that something that you think is getting harder for vendors to deal with as there's disintermediation, so part of the company wants to sell direct and part of the company wants to sell through the channel, and is that harder or is it just a little bit different than it used to be? It, you know, it's an interesting question. Um, the... I would say that you know there's a lot of solution providers that, that I talk to that my team speaks with that are getting increasingly upset by vendors who are selling direct. Uh, my standard answer is is that vendors are going to sell direct. They always have sold direct. Get over it. Um, the better question is is that what are you doing as a solution provider, as a VAR, as a service provider that the vendors can't do so that the customer doesn't look to them as the best source of a solution. And uh, there's been some movement. Uh, Channelize is one product, but in, just in general to change the way communication happens uh, between you know people within the channel. Is that something that you would encourage people to like find new ways to do it, or should we just go to the vendor sites, or how do we get information as solution providers? You know, I, I I look at some of the some of the attempts uh, to improve communications. We're a facilitator of content, uh, whether it's our research, our analyst services, or the content that we produce through Channelnomics. It, it's a form of content. There, the the channel is a washing content, and it, content is not the the availability of content is not the problem. It is the accessibility and the distribution of it. Before you look at a distribution mechanism, though. I think the solution providers need to address their current model. What is it that they're in business for? What are their goals? What are their expectations? What are their needs? And then they can go out and find the information that they're supposed to have. And that's usually some of the best information is through the, through the vendors themselves because you're utilizing their technologies and their models to go to market. Um, so I think it's incumbent upon the partner to, or the solution provider to figure out what their sourcing of information is. I don't necessarily think that there is a tool that's going to solve this problem. Uh, if you're in a transactional business, is that if you're pushing boxes or you're just selling licenses as one-offs, and that's the model you want—more uh, of a retail-type model. 
then yeah, you know, some of these automated distribution platforms are going to serve you very well because the only thing you're really going to be interested in is the next product. But if you're in it for, if you're looking at a strategic option, then you really need to dig in with the vendor, and it's not necessarily the content that's going to do it. It's going to be building the relationships that are going to enable your business. All right, here's an oddball question you're probably not prepared for, but when I go to these events, very often I will talk to somebody representing a vendor, and they will casually say, well, you know, with our big announcement, we've been really busy, and I'll go, okay, I don't want to embarrass myself because I haven't a clue what his big announcement was, but he clearly thinks everybody does. Yeah. So uh, what can vendors do to, to like, make sure that, that when they talk to somebody in the channel, they kind of get a sense of, of how connected they are and, and whether, I mean, because they, they assume that I I read everything and that I know everything and and it's not just me they assume everybody does yeah uh, you know is there anything they can do or is it just a matter of just slowing down and asking more questions um, I, I know what you're speaking of and I, I, I encounter that a lot too I, like I, I, I talk with dozens of people a week um, no I did not read your press release no I did I was not on your site this morning no I did not watch your video um, and I certainly did not attend your webcast uh, I get that. But the, the issue, I think, the, vet, the more important thing for vendors is not assuming that you've heard about something. Um, not everybody gets the attention that Apple gets. Um, vendors have very unrealistic expectations in terms of channeling, channel engagement and channel returns. And I think that if anybody's approaching a solution provider saying, well, you may have heard about what we've just done, and, and it's really big. Well, you know, sliced bread was big. Um, the wheel was big, but I'm pretty sure adding another feature is not big news to the general population. You need to engage on a on a more business level. You need to the vendors need to learn to listen before speaking, um, and that's what I counsel a lot of our clients on. Is you know if a if a solution writer comes to you with a question, uh, with a complaint, uh, with an observation, uh, don't be so quick to answer. You know, absorb it, understand, and assimilate because the the, the solution writer is trying to, you know, oftentimes the solution writer is doing this to form the relationship. Uh, that's really the first step. It's not really, you know, have you heard. It's more of, are you listening? Very good. Well, thank you for your time, and I want to make sure that you give out your contact information. How can people follow you? I know that I follow you on Facebook and so yeah. forth. Uh, how can they follow you, and how can they uh, uh, get in touch with Channelnomics and the information you have out there? Sure. So it's Channelnomics, Channelnomics.com. You can follow us at, uh, on, you know, it's Channelnomics on Twitter and Facebook, or you can follow me, uh, LMWALSH2112, who's my personal Twitter and Facebook uh, Facebook uh, tag. Or you can just email me, LMWalsh at the 2112 group. And uh, I'm happy to, you know, happy to talk with anybody. Very good. Well, enjoy the private jet flight home. Thank you. Thank you very much. The 2112 jet is fueled and ready to go. Very good.